Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Congratulations to Paige Beckers. She was named the 2021 Associated Press Player of the Year on Wednesday, and she is the first ever freshman in women's college basketball to get this honor. She got 21 votes from the 30-member panel, and second place was Dana Evans from a Louisville basketball team with four votes. That's crazy. 21 to, to four votes from second place. Yeah, no, that's insane. Um, She's so cool. Like, I was, like, thinking um last night of, like, things to say about her. And I'm like, honestly, like, the only word is, like, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to do that, like, that is, like, so amazing. And I, like, I love to see it. Me too. She She's well beyond her years, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I think everyone agrees. And she's so humble. I saw the video of her accepting the award. It was really, really heartfelt. It was very cute. And she got emotional while trying to give her speech. And, you know, she started crying and like her team gathered around her and they gave her this really big group hug. And it was just so nice to see, like, she's so deserving of it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just like amazing. Like, I just like, a lot of the times when things happen like to people in college like I think back to like when I was like a freshman in college or whatever year and like imagining myself in their shoes you know mm-hmm. I'm just like I couldn't even imagine like she carries herself so well and she's such a good player and she just seems like such a nice person off the court too so I just right. love yeah I just love seeing like deserving people succeed but yeah she's so dang cool like what like I'll never be that cool. (laughs) She's only 19, and Paige has really been at the forefront of March Madness this year. And she's definitely been conducting herself so, so well, like you said, on and off the court. So, Yeah, congrats to her. That's, like, really awesome. And imagine, like, oh, my God, if that was, like, my daughter, I would be so proud. I know. I always think about it. I'm like, maybe my kid will do great things. Can you imagine? I wonder what, like, I would if cry. our kids will be into sports. I mean, our kids are going to be tall, most likely, because we're tall. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter how tall, like, the person we have kids with is, just because, like, I feel like if the mom's tall, the kids are pretty tall. I hope. I mean, I tried every sport. I just, like, was horrible at everything. My basketball, <laughs> coach, my basketball coach called me Butterfingers. Like, that was my nickname. <laughs> um, the only thing I was decent at was Taekwondo and cheerleading. But then I had two <laughs> knee surgeries. Um... <laughs> so um i hope i hope my kids find a sport they love because i love just being part of a team um yeah i hope i mean if they're like their mom then no they're gonna be horrible (laughs) and everything right i'm not the most athletic person i did a lot of um dance like i did ballet i did praise dance i Mm -hmm. did gymnastics as a kid and then i stopped when i got older and i started doing like um, music I played guitar mm-hmm. I played the oboe okay. like, I tried- <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy I did ballet tap and jazz for 10 years uh every performance I was in the back because I was bad I did gymnastics <laughs> for a year and a half I couldn't even do a cartwheel I did guitar lessons and I would fall asleep during the lessons oh, you no. know you know what my guitar teacher told me what <laughs> so he said tell your mom to stop sending you here because she's just <laughs> because she's just wasting her money i was like mom kevin was his name kevin said to stop sending me to guitar lessons because you're just wasting your money 
<laughs> Wait, my guitar teacher's name was Ian. That's so funny. Kevin and <laughs> Kevin Ian. And Ian. <laughs> um, basketball called me Butterfinger. Soccer, every time they put me on the field, I would get called for offsides. I tried volleyball <laughs> and... um. Yeah, I tried volleyball at, at practice. I broke my finger the first day. Did you really? You yeah, broke my your finger? Oh, yeah, my middle finger, and it's it's crooked now. There's like a piece of bone that broke off, oh my and I have God. a bump on my finger now. My mom didn't believe me, but I had two knee surgeries also. <laughs> I was like two knee surgeries, so when I went to my knee doctor, I was like, my finger hurts. My mom doesn't believe me. He's like, we'll do an x-ray. They did an x-ray, and a piece of the bone was chipped off, and it's just floating around on my finger, but it's not like it's just a finger. Like I can live with it, and then I... <laughs> I did cheerleading um, and I was pretty good because I was tall. So I was like a back, but like also I was there for team entertainment. Like my coach would let me just sit and watch the games if I wanted. Um, and then I was actually good at Taekwondo. I did it competitively and I won trophies. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But I won trophies at like the form and things like that. Like I wasn't the best at like sparring. Whenever I would spar, I would start crying. I would sit down and cry. <laughs> yeah, I sparred and like when we would spar, I would just start crying. So my master like was like, okay, you don't have to spar in competitions. But like Taekwondo is probably my best. But yeah, I'm just like, there's like no athletic capability and I'm tall. It's really a right. waste. Like I used to walk through the hallways <laughs> in high school and um, the volleyball coach would be like, are you going to come to tryouts? No, yes. I'm not. I'm not coming. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes I, <laughs> yes, I remember um, my high school was like, they're just, um, they're so famous for basketball. Like, literally, they're so good, like, state champions. And one of the coaches, freshman year, was like, oh, you're going you're gonna to try out for the team, right? And I'm like, I understand, like, like you guys are like, good coaches, but, like, I'm not even coachable. They're like, no, like, we can teach you. I'm like, no, I literally have two left feet. I can't dribble a ball. And then I ended up having surgery my sophomore and junior year. So it didn't even matter. But, yeah, everyone's like, oh, like, growing up, like, they don't say it anymore because now we're older. But growing up, they would always be like, oh, like, what's for it? I'm like. I've tried everything. Oh, I also did swimming lessons. Oh, I am not a swimmer. I get yeah, me. Not a swimmer. <laughs> it went nowhere. <laughs> I would do swimming lessons. Literally, my mom, I give it I give it to my parents for really like trying to help me find a passion. Um, <laughs> but I'm just supporting your dreams. Yeah, so I I do hope my <clears throat> kids are a bit more athletic or even just talented because i don't i I don't even have an artistic talent like my sister sings my other sister does film and i had to go to private catholic school because i couldn't go to a performing arts high school like them so (laughs) i just hope that like my kids have some like natural talents i feel that because Paige is over here 19 years old like listen in short Paige has enough talent for the both of us she led (laughs) UConn to their 28 and one record and they made it to the final four 13 times in a row now this is their 13th consecutive oh, year I think they're gonna win the final four. I think so too mm-hmm. oh my gosh that is amazing I'm so happy for the whole team too obviously her because she's just like something else but like ugh. it's just so fun to watch they deserve it they work hard and she did yeah. credit her team and mm-hmm. her coach when she was, you know, trying yep. to give her speech after getting her award. Like, you can't do it alone. And Cass says it all the time. It is a team sport. You cannot do it alone. Yep. That's why, like, even when something goes bad and people blame, like, that one player. Like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's just so cool. I keep saying cool. Like, I just uh, – and she's so exciting to watch. And I think it's also great for women's sports as well. 
because so many people are tuning in so many people are going to want to see what she does at the next level as well like she's just one of those players who you want to watch and um you know keep tabs on i yeah i just i love seeing um women's sports particularly basketball in this case become more and more mainstream like it's not so forced it's more so like it's actually like you want to watch it yeah Mm -hmm. like this is what happens when you give them the proper coverage when you yep give them good media the the demand is there like mm-hmm. yeah because i think um honestly the whole scandal i think helped it like now maybe like okay now we have to step over game um but also i think in the recent years like a lot of the like watch women's sports have have been like a bit like performative by like mm-hmm. people on social media um you know, like, oh, like, support it, this and that, but, like, they don't really want to support it. They're just following what everyone's saying. But I yeah. think finally, like, we've reached, like, the peak where, like, people are realizing, like, it's actually entertaining. Like, you're actually going to want to watch it. Like, the women's tournament, it was so good. So I think we're finally at that point where people are realizing, like, you don't just have to do it because people are saying to do it. Like, people actually want to watch it. Right, exactly. I agree. And it's exciting to see. And it's going to get even more exciting because we're heading into Final Four today, actually. So speaking of Final Four, UConn actually eliminated Baylor in the Elite Eight Monday night. And Baylor coach Kim Mulkey made some very questionable comments in the postgame press conference. So I'm going to read what she said. I don't think my words will matter, but after the games today and tomorrow, there are four teams left on the men's side and women's side. They need to dump the COVID testing. Wouldn't it be a shame to keep COVID testing and then you got kids that end up testing positive or something, and then they don't get to play in the final four? So you need to just forget the COVID test and let the four teams that are playing in each final four go battle it out. Uh. I'm I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Like it's really <laughs> oh not. Oh my god! No, I said the same thing when I was like reading. It. I said um I'm laughing, but it's not funny because if if doesn't feel real, like it feels like it's a meme. Like you know when people like make memes, like when you know when people make like parody twitters and tweet what they think like a person would feel like making fun of them. <laughs> right. That's what I feel like it is. Like it's not even funny, but like the fact that like this literally came out of her mouth. She said, "Wouldn't it be a shame if a player got COVID and we didn't let them play?" you didn't let them play without masks touching other like i don't think people realize that even though a lot of young people survive it, like there's still ones that die or have issues after there's a lot of side effects there's like, long-term side effects that there's we long-term know si- about exactly like no smell or taste that's what we don't that's the ones we know about but there's also like problems with the lungs and these people are athletes you know what i mean like right. there's so many long-term side effects that we don't know about and then also no offense but you're out mind your damn business okay go back go back to Baylor you're out of the tournament like you're not even in anymore like mind your business like it's not even like her team's in it saying oh they shouldn't have test us like Like, her her team's out of it and she's saying they shouldn't test other teams like mind your business right like their safety wouldn't be compromised they're not playing anymore exactly oh Oh my god like like how can your first thought be basketball if someone were to test positive for COVID like we should be if someone tests positive in the final four that means like there's less people and the spread could go faster. So your initial thought should be like, oh my God, the safety of these young players. Like, let's, you know, halt for a second. Not, oh no, we can't finish the tournament. Like, and, I oh, get wait. it. This is your world. This is your industry. But let's be real. 
there is a global pandemic still going on. And you, if we want to keep playing basketball, then this is what we have to do. Test for um, COVID. It's just also, she also mentioned how like money matters more than the, the safety of the athletes, players, and staff. I forget her direct quote, quote, but she was talking about like how money matters in this, uh, this like business. Like if they were to lose funding because of. Yeah, exactly. Mm. She was like, money matters. Like people were always going to prioritize money. Like money matters more than like the safety of the players, this and that. I'm just like, what do you do? Like, do you hear yourself talking? Like, and that's oh, very also, bold. it is. And it's also times like this, like, because you don't know, like things happen and me and you are constantly like, we can't wrap our head around how like things like this can still be happening. Mm-hmm. It's times like this when people make statements like this where I realize like, okay, now I understand why the world is the way it is because there's people like this. Yeah. You know because, what I mean? And like, it's it's easy for you to say like, you survived COVID. Now, Kim, Coach Moki had COVID back in January. She tested positive for it after being mm-hmm. exposed to it from a family member during Christmas. And coincidentally, she tested positive a few days before Baylor had to play UConn in the regular season. And that game had to be canceled because she had COVID. Yeah. And thank God you survived. But that's not the case for everybody. So we can't just be super lackadaisical like, oh, it's just COVID. Like, let's just ask the tests so that they can play basketball. No, you cannot do that. The craziest thing is when she said, and if a player gets COVID, well, we're not going to let them play. Like, I was truly speechless. Like, what? Like, she doesn't want to test because if a player tests positive, she wants them to be able to play. How does that make sense? So we're going to just, you know, spread this virus so that we can get to <laughs> the last game. Okay. Like, that that truly makes no sense. Like, and then she was like, oh, I had it. Like, okay. Like, and you're lucky you're still here. Like, truly, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even know. Like, the the fact that people still think like this terrifies me. Like, and also, like, she said that after losing. Like, go home. <laughs> like, that's the, that's what gets me. Like, you're not even in this tournament anymore. And you're worried about what they're doing with the other teams. Like, ridiculous. just be happy you and your team, like, finish safe, okay? Like, I just, I can't believe she said that. And it's really sad because that was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Baylor UConn, that was probably it one was. of the most entertaining games this year with March Madness. Or college basketball in general. That was probably one of the most entertaining games and it got overshadowed because of these really careless comments. And then for her to preface with, my words won't mean anything. That's false. You have a large platform. You're doing a press conference yep. for NCAA. Why would you think that your words don't mean anything if we are here specifically to hear what you have to say? She was like, um, she was like, oh, my words don't mean anything. But here we are talking about it on our podcast. Exactly. Like, and all over Twitter. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, like, come on. <sighs> It's really something else. I don't know. This it's <clears throat> If that was my coach, I'd be a like, coach. Oh, yeah, you know, it makes you think what conversations went on after that press conference with her team. Mm-hmm. Because what if what if one of her players, yeah. you know, had family members that were suffering from COVID or mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If that was me, I'd be a like, coach. I'm high risk. Like <laughs> Like you know what you I mean? You actually like, are high risk. I like, am high risk. Yes. <laughs> like if I got it, like, I like I can't even. If I get the regular flu, I have to be hospitalized just because of dehydration and like, just like my levels and stuff. Like the regular flu, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when the swans went around, like I was out of school, they kept me out of school for three weeks. My school's like, don't even come to school. We don't want to risk it. This is like a thousand times worse, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, you're just a thing. Like, oh, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Like those words, just they made me like squirm. Very, very dangerous. And I also want to mm-hmm. note that COVID cases in a lot of places are rising and that's not very surprising because the weather is warming up so more people are going out in large mm-hmm. settings whether it's indoor or outdoor but you know cases are mm-hmm. going up yeah i saw this thing actually and it was like it showed the number of cases like in march 2020 and then is it 2021 yeah i thought it was 2022 oh my god <laughs> i was like wait okay so it showed the cases in march 2020 when we were all freaking out and then it showed them like the same day but march 2021 Mm-hmm. There were so many more cases in 2021, but people just don't care because, like, it's been around for a while. And even me, like, I have both my vaccines and, like, the CDC just issued a statement saying if you have them, like, you can travel within America. Um, And, yeah, like, um, I'm, like, totally for that. But obviously they said with safety protocols, like, even though I'm vaccinated, like, I'm still taking every measure that I've been taking, like, mask, cleaning my hands. Like, I'm not going to go yeah. walk around without a mask. Like, some states lifted the mask mandate. Like, oh. if I were to go to, like, Florida, for example, even though I have my vaccine, if I were to go to Florida, I'm still wearing a mask everywhere other than, like, you know, when I eat and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I'm still taking all the pro- – like, I'm not – because I'm not taking the risk. Like, I don't know. It's just – I also think it's dangerous for her to say that when she's, like, a coach for such a big basketball program. Right dealing in a tournament you know that's why i just don't think she should have said that but i read an article by nancy armor she's a writer for usa today and she made a really good point that her comments are even more dangerous considering they're already playing in states that have very loose restrictions when it comes to covid mandates which is what you just brought up like the Mm -hmm. women are in San Antonio, Texas, where if you're a member, they lifted the statewide mask mandate already. And the men are in Indianapolis, Indiana, where the governor plans on ending the mask mandate. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that before. I even mentioned like she's in Texas. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's just it's dangerous. Like Mm -hmm. you should not be making statements like that. I hope that she sees how harmful those comments were even though with you know her initial words of my words won't mean anything even though I'm sure she said that to kind of downplay what she was about to say because Mm -hmm. you wouldn't say that if you didn't think like yeah I'm about to say something controversial I don't even honestly I don't even think she's gonna realize because I feel like a lot of time like people who think like that it's because like that's how like everyone around them thinks you know so she has people around her right now saying no what you said is fine if she thinks like that cool whatever that's your choice i just want her to understand like how her statements can affect other people who don't feel that way and her saying that like what she says doesn't matter whatever she said like what is that then she's kind of like downplaying like like the role she has you know what i mean yeah so Coach Mulkey has had enough of the COVID test and Draymond Green has apparently had enough of women athletes, quote unquote, complaining. He is sick and tired, y'all. He said that women athletes need to stop complaining about the wage gap between men and women and instead take some action. 
Um, <laughs> it started with tweets last Saturday, March 27th, which I will read aloud. And there are a lot. So let me let me get into it. It was like a whole rant. So he said, I've been seeing a lot of talk about the pay gap between women and men, especially in sports. It's not even close. But let's stop allowing y'all complaints to fall on deaf ears due to numbers. As long as y'all make the argument about pay while the revenue stays the same, they will continue to point at the revenue not being high enough to cover bigger salaries. While that is true in damn near every business, how do we take that card out of their pockets? That's the key to changing the pay. There's no argument for lack of revenue unless you make those that say they stand for women actually stand up. The NBA wasn't always the global name, the global game that it is today. It wasn't always driving as much revenue as it does today, but there were people behind it building the platform and more importantly, telling individual stories and building up the interest in the players. That's how the game took off. Who's building up y'all platform? Who's telling the individual stories of how great y'all are? Building the interest and transforming women's basketball into a global game. Some may think it's global because all the women go to overseas and play during the year, but the global response isn't big enough. Having to go overseas should never be the case, but because the stories aren't told, especially here in the States, y'all hands are forced. I've been asked to do so many PSAs this month on women empowerment. I said no. It's hypocritical because these same companies that are telling women empowerment are not putting their money where their mouth is. Call on this. Call on these companies to support y'all, to infuse capital into the business. Stop allowing them to yell women empowerment for the look. No company grows without funding. Y'all business can grow with the power of funding and storytelling. Make these huge companies commit money to y'all cause. That's empowering. Or don't yell women empowerment. I can go on and on but would love to help y'all drive these, whoa, but would love to help drive these discussions with y'all. Lastly, if the goal is to become as big as the NBA, y'all have to push NBA-like things. DT, Diana Taurasi, said Paige is the best player in basketball already. Why is there no discussion about her leaving this year? Well, a huge part of that is because the payoff isn't as big. It's not the norm. How do you change the norm and y'all keep doing the same thing? All these companies yelling women empowerment can easily endorse Paige to make up for the lack of payment in y'all league. They can easily tell y'all stories, but they don't have to because the requests that are being made are falling on deaf ears because y'all keep saying, pay me more with no way to drive the revenue. Break the mold and change the game. Most importantly, change the business. Call on these companies for support. After all, they are using y'all to push women empowerment, but not helping y'all. They are simply saving face. That was very long. He said a lot. And Okay. Sorry, he just sorry, he just kept contradicting himself. I I want to start with the whole comparing the WNBA to the MNBA. Because how can you say don't don't make it seem like the blueprint is the same for both parties because it's not. Like we are in a patriarchal society. Of course it's easier for the men's NBA to be more mainstream than women, especially because we have all the odds against us. And yeah, that's like common sense. Like he literally like, like, like all those points he made about that are invalid. And then when he was like, oh, um, I'm not speaking out about it. Like you should get the other companies to do it. But then he was like, oh, you need to create a conversation around it. This and that. Like he's contradicting himself. How are you going to create a conversation around it if 
you're do you know what I mean and then for him to say who's building up y'all platform who's telling the individual stories of how great y'all are excuse me first of all we just not you not you (laughs) exactly we just spoke about together uh two weeks ago I believe which is um you know the new platform that's focused on women athletes of all levels pushing their stories we spoke about that there's also the gist a female founded female based you know pushing women's stories there's espnw there's um just women's sports like like it's there we have highlight her which is a part of bleacher report run by um ari ivory it's there draymond that's very very insulting to ask that question that means you're not doing your research because it's there yeah when he acted like there's not enough talk around it like there's so many people talking about it but a lot of people don't care because people still consider sports to be a male thing which it's not and he's just literally contributing to the problem like everything he said is just like not valid none of it has like a logical point behind it to be honest like everything he said he tried to sound smart like he literally knows nothing and it's like, how can you say we're complaining? What? What? I'm just, I'm baffled. I'm, I swear, it's like every episode, somebody does something that just leaves me lost for words. Because it's I like, can't wrap my head around this. Yeah, it's like we're complaining because we're trying to start the conversation finally. But then you're saying we're not starting the conversation. But then you're telling us to tell these news people to start the conversation. But everyone needs to but then you don't want to start the conversation like that was him he was going in circles and circles and circles and circles like what do you mean start the conversation are you crazy like literally like everything he said just literally did not have a valid point like that's horrifying and it's insulting because it's proof that he doesn't see the work that these women have put in Uh, Maria Taylor from ESPN actually said, let's be careful not to place the responsibility to fix the problem of a patriarchal society's apathetic view of women in sports on women. Thank you. Perfectly worded. It's not our responsibility. We didn't make it this way. Men did. And we cannot fix it alone. You know Um, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's why, like, his whole statement, like, that's what I mean when he was going in circles. Like, he would say one point, but then he would say a next point and contradict himself. And then he'd be like, I'm not talking about it. Like, no offense, LeBron, James, and Steph Curry would never, ever. (laughs) I hope one of them has a talk with him, maybe. Um, There's definitely room for growth here. Yeah. I I mean, I think I understand... um, his motive behind it i i'm sure that he thought he was helping but you just went into this very blind um and kind of proving the point of a lot of people aren't doing the proper research i'm sure you thought you were trying to help but his did not help at all his response was like very uneducated like so you know what i mean like that is like the very uneducated response and i mean i'm sure i know people have like megan rapinoe's like spoke out and stuff and i'm sure some of his like um like acquaintances in the acquaintances what do you call i don't know like you know what i mean like like mba yeah his peers in the mba will like come forward and try to talk to him and be like listen bro like this is this that's not it that's not it i see what you were trying to do i do i see it draymond but you completely missed the point. Um, and I have a serious, serious pet peeve 
of people explaining things to me that I already know, especially when they know that I know. And even more so when it's a man. Don't tell me how to do my job, especially if you're not going to properly help me do it. You're being a backseat driver. It's like, suppose you lost your phone and you've just looked everywhere for it already. And then someone comes along as you're continuing your search and asks if you checked the most obvious spot like your pocket. And you give them this blank stare because you are just in awe of how stupid they think you are. Don't you think I checked my pocket already? Don't you think that women have been doing the things that you're saying already? You're coming into this with these general statements. Oh, do this. Yes, we tried. What do you think we've been doing this whole time? Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, he was disregarding everyone who, like, had been working or, like, like all you said, all the female-led, like, websites and stuff. Yeah, like, it's, it's so... This was really, really dumb. And I wish he would have done more research and been more of a helping hand as opposed to a critic. Because Megan Rapino, like you said, she spoke out. She said, respectfully, do you really think we haven't been out here asking for more investment, more resources, more storytelling, more branding and marketing dollars, more youth investment, more investment in coaches, more TV time, et cetera, to infinity? Exactly. You know, her fiance, Sue Bird, is one of four athletes who are behind together which is one of the platforms that i just mentioned previously we've been doing the work how are you helping this isn't helping exactly and then he's like oh like and then he brought up like how the men like the nba wasn't what it used to be and i'm like oh my gosh and what like, they did to, to where they are today and now i'm like oh now that's you're making so it like- <laughs> congratulations congratulations and making it like a like an NBA versus WNBA thing, like a man, men versus women thing, when it shouldn't be like, we should all work together. Exactly. All I have to say is, I think he'll be more educated on this. I think people are going to reach out to him and stuff. But seriously, like, like it's embarrassing. Very. I really wish he didn't do this. Because um, I, I do personally, personally believe that he's better than this. And he could have come so different. But you just came out of nowhere <laughs> with this rant. Just full of criticisms. And he, like, he really thought people were going to agree with him, too. Like, that's the thing. I mean, some people, I'm sure some people agree with what he's saying, but that means that they also weren't doing the proper research. I don't see how you can... Like, he said it with his chest. Yeah, and like, he doubled like, down. He doubled yeah, down the yeah. comments he made. Yeah. He did an interview uh, the night of March 31st where he was saying that um, the women... Basically, what I gathered from it, as he was doubling down on his comments, was that women aren't using companies and organizations who claim to support women to their advantage the way that these companies have profited from claiming to support women. That's what I gathered from it. And he said, I actually have a screenshot. He said... Basically the same thing in the tweets. (laughs) I'm really tired of seeing them complain about the lack of pay because they're doing themselves a disservice by just complaining. Like, let's throw out that word. Don't don't say that ever again. Don't ever say that ever again. Because it's as if, even if we were just out here complaining with no work behind it. 
Like, are you telling me we're not entitled to that? Like, even if I want to just sit here and complain, they can do that if they want to. But because women are strong and think ahead, they back up their words. Like, they're doing the work to yes. try to bring change so that players like Caitlin Clark and Paige Beckers don't have to deal with the same adversity that they did. And then, like, I don't know. And then I know I said this, but, like, when he brought up, like, how the NBA used to be, like, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, no one's no one's talking about the NBA. Like, no one's comparing this. You know what I mean? It reminds me of when, like, um, it's like when someone who comes from a privileged background pulls the, well, I pulled myself up from my bootstraps, and I went here, and I did this, and that's where I am today. And if I can do it, you can do it, too. No, no, no. That's not it. Because when someone doesn't have the same advantages as you, the same circumstances, the same resources, it's not a level playing field. Let's not play exactly. dumb here. We are all grown. Let's stop playing dumb and pretend like it's a level playing field because it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. Like that that was like the perfect example. That's why sometimes I'm just like, okay, just like seriously. But yeah, I think um I think like his peers will come and educate him. Absolutely. As they should, because he's he's surrounded by smart, educated people who Yeah. Make who it have their job. Also, yeah. What does that say to like his like like LeBron and the Stephs and all the other players who are like actively like, you know, helping? Like what is he Even what Kobe was them? doing before his untimely yeah. passing. Like Kobe mm-hmm. was trying to make sure that he was bridging the gap. Yeah. So what is he like it's kind of a slap in the face to them. That's why um I don't know, like, he doubled down on this, but, like, I'm curious to see, like, if he's going to make, like, another statement. Um, maybe he will. And say, oh, like, I learned. Like, I don't even know. Like, where do you go from here? I mean, there's there's always, I think in this situation, there is room for growth. And I do think that he genuinely believes what he is saying, but I think it's based off of things he does not know. And and that's that's a very, like, I'm just guessing. And I'm really trying to, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt for a split second, but maybe I shouldn't because this is your industry. Like you, you're, you should know more than I do about what happens behind closed doors when it comes to the differences between men and women's sports. You, you see it. I, I also think like. Uh, it's the way he said it like when I was watching the video of him saying it like he really said it with his full chest he really like meant what he was saying and like the way he was saying it he was saying it like yeah I'm right like I don't know just like the way it came across it just really yeah, really rubbed like, me the wrong way conviction. it's like I see yes it's more so like he is trying to uh reiterate his points but it's like no we got what you what you were saying mm-hmm. the first time we just don't agree you don't have to keep saying it over and over we just exactly Exactly. So kind of switch up what you're saying to make us agree with you and just maybe listen. Don't be so be be quick to listen and slow to respond. Yeah, I agree. Just hear people out and create space for yourself to be wrong. There's no shame in being wrong, especially if you own up to it. Yeah, I think own up to it and, like, learn from it, then, like, that's good. Like, that's all we want. Right. But the way he said it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, don't be rude, you know? Just, mm-hmm. just listen to what people have to say because... He sounded like he didn't want to hear what people had to say, though. That's the thing because, like, 
like because when she like the person who was like asking the question she went back and said and he was like oh but this 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 and that yeah like, like he just reminded me, remind me of like the typical man you know right mansplaining mm-hmm. the only way there will be a change is if he is open to a change of thought but that is completely up to him there's nothing that any of us can say that will i mean maybe to to you know um jump a change but mm-hmm. all in all it's up to him if he wants to be on the side of helping as opposed to criticizing exactly it's there's so many better ways to go about this than how he did and i don't know who knows maybe he did take some measures behind the scenes um even with him saying he turned down psas because the companies basically saying that the companies who claim to support women are performative um i don't think that was the flex that he thought it was you saying turning <laughs> down PSAs. he was saying this he's like he was like i'm turning down psas to promote it like he's saying i said no is- why He's saying it like in his full chest like what like why would you do that <laughs> like literally i don't get it and it's like if you care this much to go on this twitter rant then i suppose you would care enough to maybe make your own psa you don't have to be a part of a large platform to <laughs> you have your own platform you don't have yeah, to go you... with another organization i don't understand or, and you don't yeah you don't need another organization you don't need to get paid to do it just do it just do it. You have so much to say already. Just do it properly and have people on your team who who know what they're talking about. Like, I really, really hope that the people around him who think differently are voicing that because the last thing that he needs right now is yes, men. Just like, yeah, man, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. no. We need somebody yeah. around him that's like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the Baylor women's coach, that's what I was saying. Like, She's probably surrounded by yes men, like, dreaming. Hopefully he's not, like, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes people make comments that just, like, aren't educated or, like, they don't realize, like, how dumb they were. Yeah. So, um, but I do think, obviously, I think his peers are going to reach out to him. I think maybe he'll realize, hopefully. Um, and, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. We're, we're hoping for the best over here at the podcast. Well, we got our eye on you, Draymond. Yeah, literally. Like, I'm keeping tabs. <laughs> we're, we're keeping tabs. And it's because, you know, we're... We're not upset. We're disappointed. Um, I'm not. I'm not even upset. It's like, it's just because it's just like so uneducated. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, it's like, come on, you're better yeah, like, than this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to season two, episode six of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you are subscribed to us here on Spotify and that you are following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that is DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.